Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. Uh, always a pleasure to be back with my uh, my my indemnable co-host Shane Brennan. How are you doing, Shane? I'm not too bad at all. How are you, Aaron Chalk? I'm, I'm good. I'm delighted. Uh, the winter is starting to, to come in there now. So you, you even had to turn on the light there. It's getting that it's still that dark in the mornings. It didn't um, really do anything, though. <laughs> <laughs> we really should get better equipment for this podcast and get some lights. The very least, uh, the very least we could do. Uh, no, as the uh, as the, the nights are starting to draw in, it's getting a little bit co- cooler. It's a bit chillier. Getting into scarf weather, Shane. You know that's my favorite season of the year. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear a scarf myself. I have human a human scarf. It's called a beard. <laughs> yeah, well, I tried for for twelve years to, to grow one of those. Still, still working on it. Still working on it. But uh, I'll I'll do it with my human, human, uh, human you, scarves. In the meantime, are you going to wear a scarf this winter? I'm a big. Oh, I'm big scarf. Do I, you I, actually I, own a scarf now? This is not a bit. A a scarf, multiple really? multiple scarves. Uh, I, think, I think I have one bought by my mother last year, but. Still, it's still in the dust box. Still has a tag on it. I think it is still in a box because it's mm. nice. So I was like, leave it alone. Maybe mm. one day I'll be old. <laughs> Maybe a wedding in the winter. I might need to wear one just to look no. just to look nice. Weddings are inside, mate. If they're in the winter, most things happen inside. Therefore, you don't need a scarf. It's all that's about it. scarf weather, um, it's, and it's any excuse to crack them out. Um, but There's yeah, no that's... Worse than a scarf gets wet though. So you live in the west of Ireland. So like if it's pissing rain and cold and then you go out in a scarf and a woolen scarf and it weighs about five kilos after. Like you're you're a scarf amateur, even by the way you're talking about it. So uh, I, I'll, I'll skill you in scarves this, this winter. Um, please that, don't. That's what has me chirpy now uh, getting uh, getting that cool, cool air in the mornings and the evenings. Uh, loving it. OK, uh, but we can't delay too much longer, Shane, because we have um, a very, very cute episode ahead of us. This is Animals in ads so any animals uh, that are in ads that are worth talking about so we have some some nice examples um of, of these i think coming up so what's interesting i think about animals and ads is it's obviously one of the things that you're told not to work with in mm. um, in any type of production i'm trying to think have we actually ever worked with an animal we haven't no no We've avoided that one to date. Yes, yes, we have. Uh, and I've never heard anything good. I've never heard anyone who's worked with an animal in production being like, do you know what? God, at first take was no problem. Didn't <laughs> shit anywhere. <laughs> there was no it urine was, where there shouldn't have been urine. It was grand. No, it didn't bite anyone. Nothing. Not a single person was bitten, you know? <clears throat> and didn't escape. Didn't chew on a wire. Didn't do something absolutely dreadful and mm-hmm. uh, slowed the whole day down. So, uh, yeah, so this is really good. I think it's important to kind of champion if animals are used in ads or them being the the main topic of ads in general. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to this one. It's cool. It was, a, it was an interesting topic to approach because it just opened all the genres. You know what I mean? Exactly. And uh, I don't know about you, but going through the research of this, this uh, episode, it brought it brought back so many memories of of all the of all the types of classic animals and as that you had kind of forgotten about, like your mm-hmm. your Julex dog, your Andrex puppies, obviously two two big dog based ones there. We've talked about the Cabri gorilla, uh, although it's yeah. a human in an, an animal costume, that's, that will qualify for this episode. No, yeah, an animal, an animal is the topic of it, like it's the focus of the ad. And I think as well for me, I got it was funny. I was trying to figure out if they used to use more animals in ads or as topics of ads or they don't as much now or it's just when I was younger as a child 
an animal drew my attention. So therefore, I remember the ad more. You know what I mean? It, it, mm. it, it ingrained itself in my uh, nostalgia quarter of my brain. Um, I'm probably watching more television when I was a child as well. So it was more just, I was like, yeah, there's loads of ads with, uh, it's like movies. Do you know what I mean? Like, like Air Bud and stuff like that. I feel like they don't make as many movies with animals at the center of them <laughs> for whatever reason. So I think the 90s was like We're all CGI all, now. all about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, let's let's kick it off and let's see some animals and ads. Uh, Shane, you take it away there. OK, well, first first one, um, we're going to go back to 1994. Very famous. Um, if you have not seen or heard or quoted this ad, I don't know where the fuck you've been. <laughs> right, let's, uh, let's lash it up. classic there yep that is uh so that is the famous budweiser frogs or budweiser um from 1994 it was a super bowl ad for budweiser um which i think it's obviously spawned like variations of um it was done sorry it was done by uh, dmb and b who are now part of Publicis Group or were required by Publicis um, a good while back. But um, it's done, directed by Gore Vibinski, who directed like The Ring, The Ritual, parts of the Caribbean, Dead Man Chest. Um, so it's like, it, it was one of the, it won some silver cans. Um, it, the th- but the thing that's most impressive about this ad is not the ad itself it actually didn't even rank that highly it ranked in the top 10 of ads remembered from the super bowl but what's impressive about this ad is so what budweiser were trying to do in 1994 were trying to move away from the clydesdales and that kind of traditional budweiser Mm -hmm. brand so they tasked the creative agency with okay do something do something different you know and um essentially the the art director copywriter went away and came back with this now my so i was trying to think about it because i was reading a good bit about it and i was like where did they end up in the wetlands where did they end up in swamps that super bowl was in georgia okay. and georgia has a huge swamp and I, I was just trying to think creatively i was like how do you get to here yeah i was, I was right? thinking like why is it in like the middle of nowhere how do you get to here i was like and they probably were like well what's a really american thing that has nothing to do with clydesdales and they were like well the super bowl <clears throat> and they were like well where's the super bowl this year it was like Georgia. What's American? What's what's kind of like synonymous with Georgia? I assuming I'm 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 I'm, I'm I could be way off, but just this is I was trying to figure out how the fuck you get here, and then they probably looked into well, actually, swampland covers X percentage of America. You know what I mean? And um, we're like, yeah, people will people will get this. Um, Two point three million dollars to make that ad, uh, as when what? pitched. It took, they'd say two runs at it to pitch to the the. Um, CEO of AB and Bev. Um, so it was 2.3 because it's puppets 
and all that stuff. Like, but also that includes the spot purchase, a one oh. spot purchase. So that's how they pitch it to your man. He's like two point three million. Well, it's nine nine hundred grand. It was only nine hundred grand back then for a Super Bowl ad. It's on the Wikipedia page. I was like, ooh, wow, they're um, on like but five, they might have five point five mil for one thirty second spot. They now. probably paid a slightly more increased price on placement of one A, of being the first ad anyone sees. Um, and literally, the CEO went like to the essentially uh, marketing manager. It was like. Do you believe in this? And he was like, yes, I do. That's what we want to do. Would you stake your job at it? And he was like, yeah. And he goes, well, let's go do it then. Ooh, and that's, like, that's that's some serious question, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is, yeah. I love, it, look, I love it, that, that. That really like puts the puts the fire under you going, okay, you just, are you just coasting on this and going, yeah, this yeah. just makes sad. Or is it, it like, does it was, sad have to be made? It was Mel Brooks, um, Mike Brooks, sorry, Budweiser. The, he was the new brand director at that time. Um so he's the one who put his job on it and like can you it, can you imagine the moment where where mike goes back to the creative agency and goes yeah so the ceo approved it he asked you this funny question though and then he says the story and then the creative agency you're like shit we might get our client fired if it doesn't work yeah but if you think the client's getting fired the creative agency's fucking out too <laughs> like, I yeah i know but like they're they're not going to lose their jobs they'll lose an account and pick up another account yeah. you know but you got to respect that kind of like, I don't want to say arrogance, but I want to say confidence of being like, confidence, oh, like yeah. but it, but it, that's a client being invested in a creative direction. I'm, yeah, mm. I will stake. And, and knowing the stakes, it's like I'm telling you to put 2.3 million into one thing that's completely different to anything else we've done because it's the right, th- I believe it's the right thing to do. It might fail because we've not done it before, but that's what I'm here to do. I'm here you to you change your brand. You've done all the homework to, 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 to get to that he's, point that the strategic direction is in the right he's leading the, the creative agency as opposed to the creative agency have to lead him yeah exactly it was his the way it should be it was his ask you know what i mean um but then so yeah got, got a silver can didn't do top 10 ads but then it just trev became part of popular culture that, i remember that being off. in primary school and yeah. saying saying that like so there was a crossover then so then um uh, D M B and B ended up, I think, losing the account in like nineteen ninety eight, maybe, and then you had the spin off. So like this made them loads of merchandise for like spin off parody, uh, like the frogs on t shirts, all that type of stuff, posters, and so then they ended up adding new characters in. So you had the gecko, the the. Do you remember when they added the chameleons yeah. in, Frank yeah. and. They Frank talked, and Larry, uh, they talked, didn't they? And he's like, he he ties the frogs up, and he's trying to do it. He's like, do your line, Larry. <laughs> and then <laughs> you have the ferret. And it's like there's so that was spent by GSMP was the was the um, creative agency who brought that stuff in and spawned all that additional stuff in 1998. It's like the titles were like Bad Day to Be a Frog, Frogs Fired, things like that, and um, it just spawned off, like this amazing kind of catchphrase that was just all animal led and this whole it was it always it's own little, it's own little universe really it was it reminded me of do you remember that universe disney universe the dinosaurs it was all animatronics yeah. and stuff like that and i was like it just reminded me of this own little thing self-contained world and it's just really impressive i just think it's one of the things when i think well actually like i could i could stand in a bar today and i could look at someone of a certain age and go bud but yeah. 
Yeah. Just like that, just bored. And then they'll look at me maybe confused and then they'll go, eyes <laughs> and then a third person could walk past yeah and the go, third person is gonna get it then <laughs> yeah. can, can we just look at that actual ad how weird it is like mm-hmm. you know if you park the the cultural impact that it had and how it took off but just as its own standalone alone piece how yeah. the fuck do you pitch that okay so we have three frogs in a swampland and they're trying to say budweiser and they're messing it up for 30 seconds they all say different parts of the word mm-hmm. and then at the end they get it i uh, i i'd love to know the why on how, how yeah, you they would, actually yeah. the angle that they pitched that out because as a subjective piece it's very unusual i imagine it's something to do with um it's funny i read some of the youtube comments were around this that kids didn't know what what frog sounded like after this ad <clears throat> so if you went to a kid it's like what noises a frog make they go bud Oh, God, or they'd say why? So this ended up being <laughs> it ended up being a good bit of controversy around this ad. Is that one of the top thing children could quote from television was this ad? Right. That is that's scary. So I think they definitely played into do you know like when you're out somewhere, like in the country or whatever, not in the country, but like usually in France and stuff like that, you'd hear actual like toads and stuff. Yeah. And they're probably like, yeah, all of them kind of sound kind of different, chirping, and they call it chirping. Know what toads do, um, but I imagine it must have been. They just want to cut through. They wanted to change it. It's a tough one. I don't know. It's hard to. Mm. I'm always very impressed when concepts like this. But I think, and I think I um, Jungle Day. I think heard say this one time. It was like back then. It seemed to be like we have this idea, and the owners of the brand went, "Well, we pay you to be creatives. Why will this work? Well, this will work because of this." And they go, "Let's do it then." <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like a uh, simpler time, <laughs> but just in in the sense that like the the brand owner is like, yeah, I, yeah, okay, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, whatever. You, you're explaining why you're doing it. That's mm. also you know that's more than anyone else is gonna get. Get the shot. Go get it. This is why I pay you X amount of millions because this is gonna work, right? Because every time a an agency puts something like this forward. If you put something mad forward, you're putting your your contract on the line. Absolutely. So he doesn't need to ask the creative agency if they're putting their job on the line because they are. So he had to ask his <laughs> internal brand director if he was willing to put his job on the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Uh, and then yeah, they, yeah. The, the, it's funny because this is obviously frogs with Budweiser, and they're synonymous with another animal in ads, which is the Clydesdales horses. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're back and they're back in different guises and. They've kind of never, never gone away. They just they just went into the shed for a while. Um, so you have the animals and ads and Budweiser from one side, but then you have the catchphrase again with Budweiser with the was up, which kind of I was just thinking of that, it. and I reckon that was a target. What do you call it? Is it an an aural trigger? Yeah. And I reckon the success of this was we had an aural trigger, and it worked really well. We need more. Yeah, it's like me saying in the bar, I could see them redoing an ad now that is guys on the phone just going, bud, why? And like the arrow triggers would work. And that like, hey, we're having a bud. (laughs) And it's like, that's twice in popular culture from the 90s. Yeah. And there's the arrow triggers. They're heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. That's a huge one. That was in Scary Movie. That was a... (laughs) Like, that's... uh, but I, there had to be there was something around that, and I don't feel like anyone else 
was doing anything like that and I like and I think the interesting thing around it as well was you could say bud for Budweiser so even if you only understood one frog you're like bud but you know what I mean and it's like yeah. right, okay let's fill in the rest of it um I don't know like it's 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 a very interesting piece it's one of those pieces that is so cemented and ingrained in popular culture and remember it for my entire it's really hard to deconstruct how they got there yeah yeah. I find it very difficult because I'm like I just don't my assumption has to be they got there as confidence and sold it in like this this was so famous there was a Simpsons parody on it when what they were in it? the swamp when, when Homer kills uh, the big the big alligator and then it's like a, I think a, a frog is going to say cores and an alligator eats it first <laughs> do you know what I mean so like yeah. like that's how it was just amazing you just gotta and I think sometimes you strike lightning and that's why it's hard to it's hard to explain a lightning strike you know what I mean and it's obviously going to take off again now because we mentioned it in this podcast now it's going to it's going to resurface as a global phenomenon I'm telling you they're going to bring it back just because of us it's 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 a little thing we do for the industry, you know. It's 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 good. It's good. Yeah. Um, but that's a that's a great ad to kick us off. Um, so fair play, Shane. Uh, we move on to my one a bit more recent times. Uh, yeah. This one is uh this one is the turtle journey from uh, Greenpeace. So we'll have a quick look at it and then have a chat. Let's go for it. It started out like any other trip home. At first, it seemed just like the usual frustrations. Hey, 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 come on. It's a video, Mum. Sorry, how much longer? Don't worry, we'll be home in no time. I spy with my little eye something beginning with. Wow! So close. Alright, that's it. I'm taking the scenic route. Oh, no, go. not a dad detour. You do know the way, don't you, lovely? But that's when things got a bit odd. It's probably just roadworks. <laughs> and that was just the start. Oh, no, 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 don't do that. Sorry, I can see. Ah, there's our house. So ready for home. Why is it so quiet? Huh, I didn't think the Joneses were away. Home safe. Thanks, Dad. Right then, you unpack. I'm going to get the kettle on for all of us. Okay, buddy. Let's get you inside. Dad? Dad? What's that noise? Guys, it's okay. It's okay. can't change the past but we can demand a better future protect the oceans now interesting very interesting it's always uh it's always unusual when you get a hard-hitting message but it's delivered in really cute animation form like that it's there's a there's a juxtaposition that's quite like the one um uh, Ashlyn from New showed us the orangutan, the orangutan in my bedroom yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, um, kind of comes in and blindsides you there a little bit at the at the end. Um, but I thought it was a, I thought it was it was just a really interesting piece in terms of how it was put together. Um, 
that was done by Ardman Animation. So they're obviously world famous Wallace and Gromit, Wallace and Gromit Shaun the yeah. Sheep, um, and a lot of commercials as well. A lot of any kind of animations in like DFS, they do the sofas and stuff like that. So like there's mm. there's they're in uh, they've their hands in a lot of commercials, but they did that one directly with Greenpeace. Um, when I first watched the piece, it was it was uh, it was one of those that was it was it was annoying me trying to figure out who the voices were. Uh, Olivia Coleman, mom. Olivia Coleman, yeah. Is it the, the and is it your man from Stranger Things, the cop? David Harbour, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. the kids are just British kids. And there's there's, <laughs> there's there's loads more in it. Like it, even Helen Mirren's in it at one point. I don't She's know probably where she starfish is or something. Probably. Um, yeah. I don't know exactly what character she is. So they were basically got Greenpeace ambassadors to. Yeah. to be the voices uh, of the ads but uh, that came out in January 2020 um, and yeah I just thought it was it was a it was a different take on animals in ads you know apart from having your real ones like your Julex dogs or your Andrex puppies or what have you this is a this was using the actual animals who were in 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 crisis at the at that moment to to actually tell the story in in a, in a nice way sucks you in and then gives you a sucker punch across the face yeah it kind of i wonder it's like the orangutan in my bedroom thing i wonder if one of the reasons that they're essentially trying to communicate like this is the kind of pixar effect um so make it for children but have a message for adults Mm -hmm. because i'd say there's a little bit of the younger generation are the ones that we need to convince here you know what i mean i'd say there's a little bit of that like if 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 every kid grows up knowing that turtles need to be saved, then you don't need to market to kids when they're 30. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if there's a route in like, let's over, let's simplify this message and tell it like a children's story, but do it in a way a Pixar does that adults are like, oh, I can relate to that. You know what I mean? But also um, that style of animation with the, the that Ardman was and Gromit type of animation, that speaks to a lot of adults now because they grew up on Wallace and Gromit style uh, when they're when they're kids you know so that that yeah. would speak to you a little bit more you know? definitely know. for me it, it misses me I'm too young for Wallace and Gromit I'm too old for Shaun the Sheep I know it from Chicken Run and but I never it wasn't a staple for me do you know what I mean um, but uh, I just think it's interesting that that we've seen two pretty much on the same vein mm as in like use it use it talk to children you know what i mean but, talk you, to but you can also tell the harrowing story in a way that you couldn't use in real footage kind of thing do you know what i mean as in oh no like, i, I know that it. yeah yeah um but i also think it's it's a way it's also a way to disarm people so yeah, it's very if disarming you, if you imagine you're gonna throw up a turtle with a um beer ring around its neck i've seen that image i feel terrible for the turtle but if i see that image 200 times i no longer care yeah you know what i mean desensitized. as an impact you're completely desensitized but if you get me in through different storytelling that i'm not expecting you can land your message well they've humanized the characters there as well do you know like they're literally mm. a family um and i think the, the the comments that i've noticed on youtube is like the bit that got a lot of people is when the kid at the very end i he, even there, I said, "Kid, the baby turtle." At the end, goes, "Where's mummy?" You know, that's like, that's a that's a powerful line in it, uh, and that's what kind of stood to a lot of people. Mm. But they've turned those characters into actual human family in in a way. Do you know? <clears throat> and yeah, no, 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 completely, completely. Um, 
and it's uh but it's yeah same as the orangutan thing talking about a bedroom you know what i mean the orangutan's bedroom is the forest and you know mm. what I mean? it's it's bringing it back home and it's it's like oh yeah don't so you don't feel bad for this one turtle well this one turtle might have a mommy and a daddy and it's 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 really simplistic messages that children and how children kind of perceive things and i just think it's really interesting to use that that's just once again that this is two ways of doing it and yeah. um it's really good though uh it's nice it's, it's, yeah it's it's, it's a powerful. good piece um before we go uh shane what's is a shane soapbox this week or is this shane's need to know what, what are shane's we going to see Shane's imminent warning oh, oh it's changing another one shane's warning no no so this is this is something interesting that happened last week um in the uk so that usually is a sign that potentially it's going to start happening more and more over here but i just think it's an interesting crackdown to see so um the advertising standards authority in the uk have now started crack cracking down on this greenwashing message that okay. are in in the sense of them lying mm. so as in brands jumping on the bandwagon of greenwashing and like the ryanair's um campaign was banned from early this year when they said they're the lowest airline co2 emissions and essentially the uk average was like you can't prove that that's you're just making that up <laughs> um and saying there was a, a food company called gusto recently as well there was a ruling last year who said in their advertising 100 percent plastic free and recyclable and they were like that's that's you're, you're definitely not you need to prove you need to, you're 100 percent plastic free prove that yeah, like throughout yes, your whole prove. process, um, and it's this kind of uh, what their thing is like. It's misleading. So if you're telling someone, it's like telling someone. I I think is what they're trying to get to is smoking won't hurt you. So if you tell someone smoking is a hundred percent healthy, well then there's a chance they'll partake in smoking and then have yeah but bad if health. Be so, people buying that product on the chance that they're actually doing good so th- their thing is like if you tell me you're 100 percent plastic free and recyclable i'm like okay if i stick with that i'm not hurting the planet in that's what you assume that's this what the broad is. plastic sense not in like overcropping you know what i mean there's loads of other ways that hurts the planet that other mm-hmm. companies do but people are focused on this kind of plastic at the minute um so people with that message then and then the company is actually using plastic at some stage of their you know what I mean, in, in, in their fucking crops in India or whatever, and they're actually transporting it all in plastic, well, then you're not 100% plastic-free. Mm. Don't fucking lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Here we go. Here's the soapboxes after coming out. <laughs> no, 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 but it's more... That green does, piece does, really got you fired up there, Shane, didn't it? It does piss me off. Like, that yeah. that type of bullshit does piss me off. Like, it's... um, uh, Especially around such a serious topic. So, like... um. And I get it, and I, like I can see how they'll probably present some case, being like, "Oh well, if you look at it on this Tuesday in September, we were yeah. everything was." And it's like, yeah, they'll take it a very narrow view where, and that's yeah, what you have to do. And like, it's fair enough. I would prefer if they come out and just go, "Look, guys, it's not realistic for us to be a hundred percent plastic free because it's completely ingrained in our society for over." whatever 70 years but we are doing our best to limit our exposure to plastic and putting in change to try and get rid of it as much as humanly possible but i'm not going to lie to you and say we don't use any do you know what i mean i think and if other brands are lying to you good for them 
Um, and I think it's good. I think you're going to see an awful lot more of this because I think it's going to be the new, as I said, kind of promoting health with unhealthy things. So I think it's the equivalent of that because you're promoting the health of the planet with unhealthy things for the planet. Yeah, so you're not able to, you, it'll, it'll crack down where you won't be able to just, just say willy-nilly. You won't be able to say willy-nilly. You'll, ha- you'll have to, they'll probably end up being, and this might already exist, but I, I haven't come across them. They'll probably end up being like a separate body that audits your um, carbon impact. And you probably have to do a pitch presentation and bring them through your documents and they'll essentially give you a, a stamp. Yeah, you know those I mean? companies are emerging now. You can see them where yeah. they're able to give other companies like real time outputs whether you're a hotel whether you're oh, that's a great manufacturing facility. that's what you so want that's hap- that's happening and that's an industry so, that's growing so the warning is that's probably going to start happening more over here um the more we move into that space um in ireland so it's more just be aware of it mm-hmm. um if you notice brands starting to say it and just be like no, okay just be careful because now that this is happening now people are going to be like ha- when hacktivism happened now you're going to have consumers getting more cynical mm-hmm. so you're going to move out of that kind of honeymoon phase of them being like oh amazing and then they're going to be like is it though and then if you get caught in a lie you're going to lose all the goodwill yeah so if 100%. you're 99 percent plastic so. free if you're 99 percent plastic free, say 99 don't say yeah 100. yeah because <laughs> all you got to do is say well if you're lying about that what else are you lying about done you're done in this day and age twitter people don't like to be hoodwinked no not for their money anyway no um and and such a serious topic right now as well Mm -hmm. um so that's it i just thought that was i just thought that was interesting that that's starting to happen brilliant well uh that's uh that's us for this week's episode um if you're listening and you want to see the ads you can catch them at uh work with foe uh daddy forward slash podcast uh and until next week uh see you then Yeah, bro.